Welcome back to another episode of Fig and Farm at Home. Hey, today is Tuesday and we are trying to keep it simple. Answering a listener's question in 10 minutes or less. This is all about how to make your bedroom look cute. So we're going to dive right into that in just a minute. Enjoy today's show. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at figandfarm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. So today's question comes from Cassie. And she says, how do I make my bedroom look cute? Without knowing where we're starting, here are some things that you can think about. Cassie, have you created a color palette? Remembering that inside of rooms where you have closed doors, bathrooms, bedrooms, offices, libraries, those color palettes can actually be different than what you have flowing throughout the rest of your home. But you still want your little micro color palette, your micro habitat to say, you really want that to be cohesive too. So the same principles apply that we talk about when we're talking about making your home look and feel cohesive in your larger space. So when you're thinking about your color palette, I want you to think about three colors. That's probably the easiest way you can do it. Of course, can you have more? Yes, you can. You're going to have a foundation color. This is the color that is going to be most predominant. Sometimes you might want to think about this being the one that is on the walls. Maybe it's appearing somewhere else within your room, your bed frame, your bedding, but it's the most prominent color. I say prominent because it's going to cover the most surface area. In my room, it's actually white. I do have a white room, but I do have some color bringing in in other areas. But what is it for you? And you do want to be mindful of when you're in the bedroom, choosing a color, a foundational color that is soothing and relaxing more than it is energizing. Because our bedrooms are the places where we go to retreat, we go to relax. So think more in terms of softer colors rather than bright, vibrant, bold, that are a little bit more energizing. And then choose a primary color and a secondary color. And those are going to be the colors you bring in throughout your room, in textiles, maybe in curtains and pillows, in blankets, in decor accessories and artwork. So that's the very first thing. The second thing to make your room feel really cozy but look cute is to think about layers and texture. And when you add layers to your space, you are adding depth. And you're also adding that nuance to design. So when I'm thinking about a bedroom, I'm thinking about layers of pillows. Now, I don't go overboard. I don't have 15 on a, on a bed, though some of the things that we might see on Pinterest or on Instagram might tell us or inform us or influence us to do that. But you can keep it simple. You can have two. I like to have usually a couple big pillows in the back like Euro sham size. And then I like to have a couple throw pillows right in front and then maybe a center pillow. So how many is that? Five. And then I want you to think about how you can add layers on your bed as well. And you're going to do that with maybe a throw blanket on the end. The more textural, the better. And if it can contrast and also complement what you have on your 
big bedspread, that's going to be a good thing. So what do I mean by complement and contrast? Let's say you have a white bedspread, but you have a mauve, really highly textural throw blanket. The two colors are going to contrast. But maybe in your pillows, you have a little bit of white and a little bit of mauve. They're going to complement each other. So you don't want that mauve to be appearing just in one place. You want it to be appearing several places throughout your room. This is how we get that cohesive feel when you have the repetition and intentional repetition. But here's my thing, Cassie, one of the things that manufacturers do for us consumers is they create bed in a bag. You know what I mean, right? You go to, we'll say Marshall's or TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Target even, and you find the big bag of bedding that has the duvet cover, it has the pillows, it has the pillow covers, and everything is matchy, 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 matchy. And that's sometimes a very good start, but what I want you to think about is adding to it or even feeling like you have the permission to take one of those pieces away and add your own vibrancy to it. So a lot of times if we just decorate using the bed in the bag, our, our bedroom will look like it has fallen flat a little bit. And you can end infuse your personality by adding some different uh, textiles, like a throw blanket, some extra pillows that might complement that throw blanket, curtains that might complement those. So you want to be mindful of that. The other thing you want to think about too is contrasting your furniture set, breaking up anything that might be matchy-matchy. So if you have, we'll say, a deep mahogany set, and your set usually includes maybe a low dresser, a high boy, two nightstands, that, oh, and a headboard, that can be a lot of heaviness in one area. And those aren't necessarily bad ideas, but can you break up the set a little bit? Maybe put part of it in the guest room and and bring in something else that just adds that little layer of complexity, that little layer of personality. Infuse that without it being so matchy-matchy. Side note, for pretty much anything in your home, whether we are in our living room, in our bedroom, in the kitchen, matchy-matchy sets fall flat. When you can feel, when you have the freedom to swap it out, when you feel like you can have that permission to say, you know what, I don't want those chairs that go with that dining room set. When you bring in something that's just a little different and contrasts with the set, it just adds a layer of nuance and personality and style that you won't get with a matching set. As much as those manufacturers are trying, they're just not quite doing it well yet. They're trying to make it easy for the consumer. And what they're doing in that is making it actually maybe a little more difficult. And then Cassie, I want you to think about too, how you are styling your things. And you can even style your bed. Did you know that? So when you're making your bed, be mindful of that. I usually like to pull down my, my coverlet just a little bit to allow my, my top sheet, um, which is usually patterned in the color that is uh, part of my color palette. I like to fold that down too. So I have like that little layer of just a peekaboo layer of color. And usually it is a pattern. My sheet is patterned. So it has, it's not just a flat color with a flat color. There's a little bit of fun there. And then how are you styling your pillows? Are they just laying flat and you're putting your coverlet over it? If you are, take them out. Take them out and put them upright against your headboard, letting them stand on their own and then placing your pillows in front. 
tossing your your throw blanket organically on the end rather than laying it flat and folding it out nicely is going to elevate the look just a little bit. You might think at first, oh, this looks sloppy, but it actually makes it look a little bit cozy. And the more plush that textile is on the end of your bed, the more layers and depth is going to feel like you have created there. And how cozy is that? The other thing I want you to think about too is do you have that repetition throughout your room? So the color palette you have, where are you seeing it? We've brought in mauve. We, we said white and mauve, but maybe you have a little bit richer of burgundy with your mauve. Maybe you have a little bit of gold. Where is that throughout your room? And can you pinpoint that almost as if you are making a triangle from one mauve piece to the next, to the next, to the next? And then do you have space for a small seating area? And if you do, what is enticing you to sit there and use that space as a nice cozy reading spot rather than a dumping ground for your laundry, which might sometimes happen. Think about what what entices you to sit there, what might encourage you to be there at the end of a long day. A candle nearby, a diffuser nearby, a cute little overhead lamp, a table lamp. What would entice you to spend a little time there? All right, friend, I hope that encourages you and inspires you to create a cozy, cute bedroom that you like to retreat to that that can really refuel you after the end of a very long day. And if you want help, you know where to find me inside Home Design 101, where you learn on your own, but there is bi-weekly coaching and helping and teaching along the way. All right, friend, until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.